This is Plant-Based Briefing, How Not to Die from High Blood Pressure by Dr. Michael Greger at NutritionFacts.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. This is the 10-minute curated content plant-based podcast where I share articles from authors with their permission on a variety of topics related to healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living. Today's post is from Dr. Michael Greger. He's a physician, a New York Times best-selling author, and an internationally recognized speaker on nutrition, food safety, and public health issues. He founded NutritionFacts.org, which is a nonprofit, science-based public service providing free updates on the latest in nutrition research via bite-sized videos and articles. He does this as a public service. 100% of all proceeds he has ever received from the books, DVDs, and speaking engagements have always and will always be donated to charity. Now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. How Not to Die from High Blood Pressure by Dr. Michael Greger at NutritionFacts.org High blood pressure is the number one risk factor for death in the world. In the United States, it affects nearly 78 million people, one in three adults. As we age, our blood pressures get higher and higher, such that by age 60, high blood pressure strikes more than half of us. Given that it affects most of us when we get older, could high blood pressure be less a disease and more just an inevitable consequence of aging? No. We've known since the 1920s that high blood pressure need not occur, which I discuss in my video, How Not to Die from High Blood Pressure. Researchers measured the blood pressures of a 1,000 people in rural Kenya, where their traditional diet included more whole grains, beans, vegetables, fruit, and dark leafy greens. Though our pressures go up as we age, their pressures actually go down. With blood pressure, the lower the better. The 140 over 90 cutoff you may have heard here or there is arbitrary. Even people who start out with blood pressures under 120 over 80 appear to benefit from blood pressure reduction. Your doctor would likely give you a gold star if you had blood pressure of 120 over 80. But research indicates the ideal blood pressure, blood pressure that wouldn't get benefit from being any lower, might actually be 110 over 70. Is it even possible to get blood pressures as low as 110 over 70? It's not just possible, it's normal for those living healthy enough lives. Over two years, 1,800 patients were admitted to a rural Kenyan hospital. How many cases of high blood pressure were found? Zero. Wow, they must have had low rates of heart disease. No, in fact, they had no rates of heart disease. Not a single case of our number one killer, arteriosclerosis, was found. Rural China, too. There, people are about 110 over 70 their entire lives, 70-year-olds with the same average blood pressure as 16-year-olds. Those in Asia and Africa traditionally eat vastly different diets, but they do share a commonality. Both were plant-based day-to-day, with meat eaten only on special occasions. Why do we think it's the plant-based nature of their diets that was so protective? Because in the Western world, as the American Heart Association has pointed out, the only people getting their blood pressures down that low were those eating strictly plant-based diets, coming in around 110 over 65. The largest study to date of people eating plant-based diets studied 89,000 Californians. Non-vegetarians were compared to semi-vegetarians, also called flexitarians, those who eat meat more on a weekly rather than daily basis, pesco-vegetarians, those who eat no meat except fish, lacto-ovo-vegetarians, those who eat no meat at all, and vegans who eat no meat, eggs, or dairy. The subjects were Seventh-day Adventists, all who tended to eat lots of fruit and vegetables, exercise, and not smoke. And even the non-vegetarians didn't eat a lot of meat. So even compared to a group of relatively healthy meat-eaters, there appeared to be a stepwise drop in hypertension rates as people ate more and more plant-based diets, 
with vegans having lower rates than lacto-ovo vegetarians who had lower rates than pesco-vegetarians and so on, and the researchers found the same for diabetes and obesity. So yes, we can wipe out most of our risk by eating a strictly plant-based diet, but it's not all or nothing. It isn't black or white. Any movement we can make along the spectrum towards healthier eating can accrue significant health benefits. This can be shown experimentally. Give vegetarians some meat and pay them enough to eat it, and their blood pressures go up. In another study, meat was removed from people's diets and their blood pressures went down, and did so in only seven days. What's more, this was after the vast majority had reduced or even stopped their blood pressure medications completely. Indeed, the subjects had to stop their medications because once you treat the cause, you can't be on multiple blood pressure pills with normal blood pressure. Your pressures could fall too low and you could get dizzy, fall, and hurt yourself. So your doctor has to take you off the pills. Lower blood pressure on fewer drugs. That's the power of plants. So does the American Heart Association recommend a no-meat diet? No, it recommends a low-meat diet, known as Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension, or the DASH diet. Why wouldn't the AHA recommend a completely plant-based diet? When the DASH diet was being created, were they just not aware of this landmark research done by Harvard's Frank Sachs showing those who eat strictly plant-based average 110 over 65? No, they were aware. The chair of the design committee that came up with the DASH diet was Frank Sachs. As he described, the DASH diet was designed explicitly with the number one goal of capturing the blood pressure-lowering benefits of a vegetarian diet, yet contain enough animal products to make them palatable to the general population. They didn't think the public could handle the truth. In their defense, just as drugs don't work unless you actually take them, diets don't work unless you actually eat them. So maybe they thought few would eat strictly plant-based. So by soft-pedaling the message, by coming up with a kind of compromised diet, perhaps on a population scale, they felt it would do more good. Fine, but tell that to the thousand American families who lose a loved one every day to high blood pressure. Maybe it's time to start telling the American public the truth. You just listened to How Not to Die from High Blood Pressure by Dr. Michael Greger at NutritionFacts.org. NutritionFacts.org and everything Dr. Michael Greger produces are such amazing resources. Please follow and support Nutrition Facts as you're able to, and please share this podcast with others. And if you're able to take a minute, please rate and review the podcast as well. It helps others find it. I'd really appreciate it, and thanks for listening.